Okay, here we go. <laughs> like really aware of the like moisture in my mouth. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. This is Social Cues, where we go on a sometimes deep, always painful dive into the questions, why did I do that? Why did you do that? And what the fuck are we all doing anyway? I'm Mary Fitzsimmons, off-the-clock therapist and chronic overthinker. And I'm Nikki Palumbo, a comedian with a neurodiverse brain I like to call my spicy little meatball. <laughs> and we are here to explore, discuss, and overthink every single thing we've ever done, seen, said, valued, forgot lied about uh you're so good at those (laughs) i mean this is a compliment you're the best liar i know because i never know when you're doing it (laughs) oh i know can i say jim carrey's liar liar too early and you're like (laughs) probably locked it in i'm like that's the key to success yeah and i'm ace ventura (laughs) good shirts hair and shirt yeah (laughs) i have to say i have an update Okay. You would be so proud of me because I corrected a misunderstanding in real time. This is huge. Walk us and the million people (laughs) listening through it. This is Social Cues Social News is a new segment. (laughs) Oh, man. I want like that like like little fluty trumpet, like very official CNN sound. Yeah. Yeah. Cue sound. Just a brain rotating. (laughs) (laughs) Orbits around it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So... Here, so I've talked about the yoga class I go to before, mm-hmm. and um, in the past <laughs> when you were in Palm Springs for three hundred days, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Some of you will remember. Um, the problem that has happened is I have become somewhat of a yoga class personality. Like you know those people where they like know the instructor and they always like yeah, take up sure. the first. I don't want this role. Yeah, I think about them more than what I'm doing in those classes. I'm like. <laughs> How long have you known each other to feel so friendly? Were you friends before this class? When do you develop your friendship? This is a huge responsibility that I do not Mm -hmm. take lightly. And I am panicked about. Like, I don't want this to be true. But, like, I think the Palm Springs incident kickstarted a whole thing where, like, now it's, like, check in with Mare. What's Mare been doing? And I feel honored. But also, again, it's, like, I kind of just wanted to be in the ensemble. I was not looking for... A leading role. You became the Sutton Foster in Thoroughly Modern Millie. <laughs> yes. And yeah. here's the thing. I just wanted to be someone with a little parasol in the back that like smiles and nods at the right time. That's the dream And now role. you're nominated for a Tony. <laughs> it's exhausting, Nikki. The uh, fame. It's just tiring. So. Uh, to campaign for it. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so here's So here's what happened this week. The yoga instructor did a little check-in with me of what I've been doing. I didn't lie. Sure. I made it through unscathed and then she usually asked the class like what are people wanting to focus on today like is anyone having any pain is anyone like wanting to stretch anything specific whatever and no one Uh was talking so because we had already established that I was a talker she looked at me and she was like Mare how are you feeling today and I said I feel kind of clumped up because I hadn't really been in a while and I had just felt clumped up. So I was like, let's yeah. take it slow was the I understand 1000% what clumped up feels like. Yes. Here's what went wrong. People don't say I feel clumped up. <laughs> but we should start because <laughs> that communicated a lot to me. I'm like, Thank I know you. what clumped up means. Yes. I sit in front of a computer. I'm constantly clumped. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you. But the ear is not attuned to such a phrase. Mm -hmm. So she heard me say, I feel pumped up, which is not what I meant. You can only feel pumped up after you've declumped. Thank you. So she then says, okay, great. Some pretty high energy. Maybe we can go a little like harder today. I feel the hatred on all sides of me. I feel Mm -hmm. the whole class has turned against me. I feel tiny voice yell from the back they said clumped up (laughs) (laughs) and can you believe it though nikki that tiny voice became my own because i stood in my truth and said no i meant clumped i'm actually really tired and and going slow and i stood up for myself i got the whole crew back on my side we all together side relief that's amazing it was therapeutic and i felt free i was like oh you can just correct the problem Mm -hmm. in a second it's easy (laughs) it's actually easy to do it yeah so what a way to learn huge i felt it it in my body a standing ovation, a mm-hmm. chant of clump. They up, lifted clump me on up. my sh- on their shoulders. I was hearkened into the air. Uh-huh. It was a huge moment for all of us. I was beloved. <laughs> and then everybody is sore the next day. They're like, yeah, actually, I guess I was clumped up as well. We I guess stretched. we went from clumped to pumped together in a matter of seconds. Right. It needs to be a collective decision. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Um anyway, so I feel like a new person. I yeah. am thrilled. With great fame comes great responsibility, and with that responsibility <laughs> comes just clarifying what you said. Mm-hmm. And you can just do that. Yeah. I am horrified by the fact this is gonna be my why did I do that? That I have taken up space at the beginning top of this episode when this week has held your birthday. And you, as the birthday king, should be the one kicking us off. So I am deeply sorry. Mm. How was your birthday? Tell me everything. No, but that's how I like to celebrate my birthday, as, like, off-center of attention. Like, (laughs) when I'm the center of attention, it is so uncomfortable, and I'm like, I don't want this. Really? (laughs) Where can I return this attention? Yeah. It's just like too much too fast i like a slow drip if one person could wish me happy birthday a day for the whole year that could be spread it out a a doable amount of attention i think it does it is a lot like how do you how does one respond even to birthday (laughs) fan messages yeah yes fanfare yeah it does feel like I'm clumped up, but everybody else is pumped up. And I'm like, no, it's just a regular Wednesday. Yeah. It just happens to be the anniversary of the day I, I guess I ruined my parents' mattress. <laughs> Were you born at home? No, but I think that's where my mother's water broke. Oh, and they were, wow. And this should, this really, I think, maybe has informed my entire existence. Um, the story I've gotten from the beginning was they weren't sure if they wanted to keep that mattress. So my mom's water broke and my dad immediately kind of shoved her off of it. No, no, because no, she, father. He was like, we might want to return that. So you were quite jostled coming into the world, it sounds. Yeah. I was also six weeks early and I've been late ever since, <laughs> which I think is the most 
Capricorn thing about me. I'm like, you well, are often early. Do. You are often early. I don't think that's true. No, no. Maybe I'm so late. I feel like you're <laughs> always before me. <laughs> well, that doesn't make me early. <laughs> no, now I'm now I'm processing. That's this is yeah. an unfair narrative. I think what I am feeling is that I always fear that you're mad at me when I am late, and so it's <laughs> imprinted in my mind that. You think I'm always late. And now this is, no. again, I'm healed from this narrative now. I'm glad we're talking about this. But yeah, <laughs> no, I, I'm i always pretty aware that I'm like three to 19 minutes later than I should be. Sure. I think and, that is an okay range, to be fair. Yeah. You know, I try not to be egregious about it. One time mm-hmm. I was like almost two hours late to a date beyond my control. Like it was the train just gave sure. up. Um, and I was like okay in not my defense I was running late I had left a little bit later than I meant to Mm -hmm. but then the train was like you want to make it really bad (laughs) and I just kept texting I was like we can reschedule I have no idea when I'll be there and she waited and it was fun but I was like I'm never this late that's pretty late you should know this about me. I will be kind of late. I feel like once we get to the 42 minute mark, that's kind of my yeah. limit. Like 42 minutes yeah. and I'm like, this is this is too late. Half a movie? Yeah. You mm-hmm. can't catch up at that point. Mm-mm. Could you imagine oh. if I was like, the date was a movie. I made it for the credits. <laughs> um, no, we went to a museum. It was very nice. But I was like oh. sweating the whole time. And I was sure. like, this is insane. I would have left by now. One of my deepest shames is that I was meeting a friend at this like 90 second wide talk about something and my friend was a little bit late and they closed the doors and then they were like everyone put your phones on silent and I instead of being like let me just go out and wait for my friend I was like Uh well the rules are the doors are closed and phones are off so Mm -hmm. sorry friend find your own way it was in the middle of January it was freezing we get through the whole talk an hour and a half probably Mm -hmm. it's over they open the doors phones are allowed once again and I look and my friend had texted me like eight times and was just like I'm outside the doors are locked I can't like get in uh I'm gonna go to the bar down the street okay I think I'm just gonna go home living in Brooklyn they had to like come all the way to me the shame the guilt the like I was like why did I care about the rules more than my friend like what was what why why what was happening there well I mean we've learned so many rules growing up that you're like well the rules are the rules (laughs) I've been indoctrinated by rules I simply have no autonomy if there is a little bit of authority happening in the room yeah the system has taught us respect the rules more than people I just so yeah. Oh, I still feel indebted to this friend from that moment to this day. I still carry the and you're like, still friends at a deficit. We're still friends, thankfully. Great. Survived the 92 Street Y. <laughs> <laughs> Just the thought of it was Survived so... the great shutout of... <laughs> yeah. It was so cold that night and like just picturing her wandering the streets trying to find a bar to wait for me to respond eventually giving up think like oh it breaks my heart to this day anyway so my gosh but i do want to say nikki i'm so glad you were born into this world happy birthday the world is better with you in it and i am better with you in this world and in my life whoa all right okay perfect (laughs) okay so that was a test i was trying to see how do you respond to the birthday fanfare and you did great all right yeah i (laughs) 
all right. <laughs> I accept. <laughs> it's an honor just to be nominated. Um, <laughs> Great. Good. Yeah, I think it's like, this is now, can you believe it? My 36th birthday in a row. Haven't skipped a single one. Wow. Um, and yeah, they're feeling better. Like less, they they don't feel as like momentous. Sure. Which feels better. Like I'm not like hinging all of my hopes and dreams on one day a year to be like, this will be the day everybody sees me. This yes. will be the day that everybody celebrates me. It's like I feel like I've gotten very lucky and have surrounded myself with people um, in my life who give me a little bit of that juice quarterly yeah. even. That's huge. Actually, I know it's like so, I don't know, like boring to say that it gets better in your 30s and you like don't mm-hmm. feel as intense or stressed or whatever, like self-conscious about things in your 30s. But it is so true. Like there is just this kind of natural shedding of, I say, as we have a whole podcast about social anxiety. But I think. Well, this is what I asked for for my birthday. I said, I simply must have a podcast this year. Done. Anything you want, baby. (laughs) But, But I think honestly, I say that jokingly, but I think that being in our 30s has allowed us to look at these things in a more lighthearted way and in a way that's just like it's all fine like I yes I still feel these intensities in my nervous system and and freaking out all the time and also I can zoom out and be like it's actually all good and life Mm -hmm. rambles on yeah I do think it's very funny that like the microscopic view of us through like listening to me every week say yeah why would I say something like this and it's like those do happen regularly but I it only seems like I care about them because I talk about them here. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> it yes. feels like we've cranked the volume on like, oh, I must be the most socially anxious person on the planet. And it's like, I am I think I'm pretty regular about it. But yes. I'm having fun talking about it because we yeah. don't talk about it. Totally. Because well, they feel yeah. so eenty tiny, and you're like, nah, best just forget about it. <laughs> just block that one out. Yeah, yeah I that's think that's right. part of our hopes for this podcast or mine at least is to just like Mm -hmm. normalize the fact that we all feel this way and therefore you're not alone in it and we're all not alone in it which is like also not that like it's also just goofy but like yeah we all feel these things and wouldn't it be nice if we could just speak them into the world and then allow them to slide off of our bodies (laughs) just no longer we all need to yeah be unraveling a little bit more we're all more clumped up than we want to acknowledge (laughs) you say pumped? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not I'm not brave enough to <laughs> correct oh. anybody. <laughs> the other thing I want to just throw out there into the universe is a huge thing shifted for me when you were talking about like birthdays don't have to be the end all be all. New Year's doesn't have to be the end all be all, especially when it sure. exists in winter. Um mm-hmm. I started following the lunar cycle and just like setting goals or intentions or journaling like based off of the full moon and the new moon and Mm -hmm. that has been so helpful for me as opposed to these big grand plans once a year I think that having the zoom out is helpful but just these like small incremental spiralic changes and intentions Mm -hmm. huge so if anyone out there is feeling overwhelmed by new year's resolutions there's a new moon literally well, when we're recording Tonight, this right? today, but yeah. you, very recent. So you can hop on this train. Welcome. 
We'd love to have you. That's why I made no birthday wishes yesterday because mm-hmm. I was like, well, I should wait for the power of the new moon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Love Me it. blowing hot air at a candle is going to do nothing. I actually need the moon to be fresh in the sky <laughs> and wield that energy. Honestly, hot. <laughs> Great. I'm going to mosey to our first segment, which is why did I do that? Why do I do that? This is a segment where we break down the play-by-play of a truly regrettable incident in hopes of someday being able to sleep at night. Do you have a why did I do that for today? I'm sure I should. Sure. (laughs) Evidence in history and science show that many of these artifacts exist. (laughs) Have I been able to excavate them in time for recording maybe not i will say this is like such a a nothing on my richter scale Mm -hmm. but i went to the doctor on monday it was just like Mm -hmm. a routine follow-up for my (laughs) broken thumb Mm -hmm. and turns out i didn't have an appointment according to their system how but then i was like well then how did i get here at this time right right i didn't know this doctor before how am i here then but Everybody was like really nice. I was really nice because Mm -hmm. what am I going to do? Yell? So we don't know what happened. We have no idea. I was like, did she just, I was like, oh, maybe the, the woman I talked to just like didn't click save. And the girl I was talking to at the desk, she was like on multiple things. I was like, I don't know. But I was just like, I understand you're on my team, but we don't have to throw her under the bus. We don't even know who she is. Right. (laughs) She was like, do you know who you talk to? And I was like, sounds like a ghost. Um, because I don't have an appointment today, apparently. And she was like trying to be like really helpful. Um, and she was like, maybe we can like get you in and they could have, but it would have been like an hour later. And I was like, I gotta get back to work. Can I just try this with like a real appointment? (laughs) So I'll go back on Monday and, um, maybe nobody will exist in the office and I'm just hallucinating all of this. Slowly fading out of the game. I'm sorry that happened. Can I ask how stressed you were? Because I would be truly panicked if that had happened to me. <laughs> I was actually pretty calm about it because the day before I like looked up where the office was and I was like, oh, it's actually like pretty close. This will be fine. I said to Sam, it's weird I haven't gotten like any kind of like confirmation text or a phone call. Usually yes. there's like a follow up. <clears throat> I was like, watch. I don't even have an appointment. And she was like, no, I don't think that would be true. And I was wow. like, yeah, I don't know. Just like had a feeling that something could magic be awry. Sure. Um, and then so yeah, when I got there, I was like, Well, I guess I called my shot. <laughs> so but then I was thinking about it, I was like, what could I have done differently? Call yeah. back and risk sounding like a lunatic. Do I have an appointment tomorrow? <laughs> I talked to a lady, she said I have an appointment tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yes, but that is it feels like letting the anxiety win. But also, right. in this case, would have paid off. It's that's, I know. That's what's hard about anxiety is sometimes it does help you. Sometimes it is wise. Yeah, sometimes you do want to go to dress rehearsal. You n- need to know where your spots are. Your mark are. is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I guess there's no real why did I do that in that story. But there was a woman who was like standing in line waiting to check in. And then she saw me standing there because I had heard my name. I think they were like trying to give me like some paperwork to fill out. Uh-huh. And... She kept like looking at me and looking at the person behind the desk and then looking at me. She's like, did I cut you? But like to herself. Yes. And I was like, oh, she's she's in in her own war right now. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, it doesn't matter that I don't have an appointment. I need to help her. (laughs) 
This happened to me recently at a UPS where they're, they're just uh-huh. the flow of business was incorrect and no one knew yeah. what was going on. And what was awful about it is we all could have teamed up to figure it out, but instead mm-hmm. it was everyone was mad at each other and it was really bad yeah. vibes and I left dysregulated. <laughs> yeah, I think it is like so interesting when a room like your yoga class bands together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it like often it does become like this very like individualistic, like almost like tribal, like I have to get mine. Yes. And it's like, well, if we kind of figured this out together, we'd actually all be better off. So yeah, then I became very pro this woman's team. And I was like, no, it's okay. I thought I heard my name, but who knows? Right. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe my coffee didn't work this morning. And she was like, sometimes I hear them more when I do have coffee. And then we're doing a bit for a really long time about hearing oh, voices. Oh, sure. And I yep. was, and so that's a little bit more my why did I do that? And I was like, I don't know what this woman's situation is. I don't know who's in this waiting room. Like, Oh, no. I was like, well, at least they're friendly. And she was like, sometimes. And I was like, um, well... <laughs> And then finally, I was like, did you call me or are we right? Am I hearing things? And she was like, no, 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 we we called you. (laughs) That is a beautiful segue out of it because a situation like that, especially when it is, I'm doing a bit with a stranger, but it is pivoting into territory that I don't agree with either like politically or like we're saying things that like maybe I don't feel great saying. Mm Mm-hmm. The melody of the conversation, which I talked about before, is still playing in my head. So I feel like I have to continue the melody, but I don't want to say the wrong words. So that's when right. I'll say something like, well, you know, it, it. <laughs> just like no words, but just like, what are you going to do? <laughs> you stayed in the game and that's impressive. Not for too long but long enough where i was like okay uh we're about to it is what it is very quickly to <laughs> like the the coda of this symphony we're playing oh my god it is what it is is the yes that is just how you end the bit yeah it's a it's punctuation at this point like yep. those words don't mean anything anymore it is it is just what it is it's the universal okay we're done here. we're done thank you and adieu yeah. to you and, um, <laughs> if you would like to take a bow yeah. oh but, my god yeah the why do i ever yeah <laughs> why do i ever talk to anybody yeah is, is my um <laughs> Is my life's real turmoil. Well, can't wait to hear how your thumb is doing next week. You know, I'm. it feels really funny to be like, yeah, when I guess when you like break a bone, it does become kind of like the only thing you can think about. Sure. Yeah. Your whole scaffolding's like, messed up. Yeah. I'm learning so much about myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more ambidextrous than I thought incredible and i'm a really bad patient i'm like "Mm, no i want to be carrying stuff with that hand oh no thank god i didn't ever break a bone as a child sure i'd i'd be in a full body cast or like just in a room yeah unable to do anything because my parts wouldn't have grown back the right way i do think though it happens faster when you're a kid so it's just a little easier in that right whatever i don't know (laughs) I don't know. No, I, could I be wrong. I believe you. I don't know bones. I didn't go to school for bones. I don't think I did either. <laughs> My why did I do that is... <laughs> 
Okay. Also, I realize a lot of our, my why do I do that and ours collectively happen in coffee shops because that is one of the main social interactions I have in my it's life. It's also a dangerous place because you're like, well, I need the thing for me to function better. Right. So I'm, yeah, so like I'm not I locked in yet. I haven't had it yet. Yes. And you're asking me questions or I have to say anything to you. <laughs> yes, totally. We're, we're on really unsure territory. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So my, why did I do that is, <laughs> so there is a barista, there are two baristas at the coffee shop that I always walk to and oh. love them. We're always talking. I've seen pictures of their families. We're like connected. Wow. We are community. <laughs> yeah. So one of the baristas tells me that they are leaving. They were like, hey, I just want to give you a heads up. My last day here is going to be in a couple of weeks. I just, you know, wanted you to know. Which is, first of all, so kind. I love that. Intimate, even, to yeah. give me a heads up. And also made me feel so special, of course, that I'm like star customer. Um, <laughs> and so I I was like, Your oh. picture's behind the counter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm like so selfishly sad, but excited for you. Are you going to go? Is there anything exciting on the horizon? And they were like kind of awkward, which fair like this is like now we've kind of crossed into some extra information and they were like um yeah i hope so and this is when i should have said i wish you the best i've Mm -hmm. it's been so fun you know being able to talk to you here i hope i see you around like that would have been the like it is what it is right (laughs) out yeah Yeah. absolutely instead my like therapist hyper vigilant to micro expressions attachment disorder kicked in this Barista immediately became Ashley Simpson to you, and you were yes. like, I need to. No, but how are you? Oh, uh, and there's a line behind me. Like, we're not alone. And I was just like, Oh, what's go- what's been going on? <laughs> This is not the relationship that we have. This is not. Yeah, but your mama bear kicked in. Yes. Well, because also, I think there was a part of me that was like, if this coffee shop screwed you over, I'm boycotting. Mm -hmm. I will never purchase anything here again. What has happened? For sure. I see their eyes like flick to the people behind me and kind of shift to the baristas behind them and realize instantly that I'm like, this is not, they don't want to talk about it. Um, And Uh I was like, it's. I, you know, like do something like that. And they, um, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, no, yeah, no, it's, no, it's good. And then I was just like, well, if you do ever want to talk, <laughs> no. <laughs> Again, could have said something graceful, could have said a rooting for happiness, could have said a, yeah, you know. What even, yeah, I think. That's just natural curiosity getting the best of us, right? Yes. Because you're like, oh, there's a story here. Uh Uh-huh. Totally. What's up? (laughs) Yep. And I think that I, there was some gray area about the intimacy level of our relationship, which was, Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be very much like a backroom co-workers gossiping vibe. And they were like, you are a customer at this establishment at which I work and we right. can't have that conversation. So I don't even remember how it ended because I blacked out, but <laughs> I think like, I, and now I'm home. Yeah. And now weeks have passed. <laughs> They're for sure gone from that coffee shop. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think like, I didn't, I, I acknowledge that I didn't do anything egregious or anything wrong. And all yeah. I did was express care, but I think I didn't respond to the social cues fast enough to like gracefully smooth over the interaction so 
That's so funny. Alas, I do wish them the yeah. best. <laughs> Rooting for happiness. If you could rewind and try to exit that a little bit smoother, mm-hmm. what could you have done different? I feel like I could say something like, probably can't talk about it now, but thank you for being the best barista ever. You know, like <laughs> something sure. of just like a totally get it. Can't talk about it. But I, I don't. But if you I... want to write it on my coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> you want to slip yeah. it into my croissant. <laughs> I do still want to know what happened. I am still very yeah, curious. Of course. But I'm curious now and I have no relationship to I this know. coffee shop or these baristas. I know. I know. They're still there. Yes. I think we still have a week left. Okay. So, so there's time. <laughs> there is time. The other thing that was funny, actually, part of what also threw me off about this interaction is they always wear masks, but uh-huh. the when they're working, the other barista that I always talked to was sitting at the little counter and like smiled and waved at me, but wasn't wearing a mask. And I like could not place him. And then he like walked uh-huh. past me and he was like such a little cutie with a mustache and just like was not. You remember that like part of the pandemic where you were like, Oh, I didn't know that's what you looked like for a long time. Yeah, you're like misguessing what everybody's bottom half of their face looked like. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it I was like someone like Mr. Potato Head had like slapped on a different <laughs> mouth to his face. <laughs> You're like, why is your bottom G.I. Joe? Yeah. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah. So it was already just like thrown off uh, and a sure. little off my game. But anyway... I don't know. I okay. I am still concerned that something went down, but I'm going to try I'm and see. I'm excited for it your like inspector gadget trench coat week ahead, <laughs> just like entering <laughs> yes. in different disguises. <laughs> yes. Very And so like what's <laughs> happening next? <laughs> yeah. Very Sherlock, all of the like text messages start appearing. Do you remember did you watch Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, back in the I day. Think so. Yeah, that was the first time I'd ever seen someone like display a text in the edit, like on the screen. Now it's very commonplace oh, if someone gets a text. Sure, that's sure, what sure. They do. I remember being yeah. mind blown. This is such a pivot and is so boring to say, but I that I still associate just such a. I was like, wow, technology has really changed. <laughs> yeah, Silly. I mean, I still think about oh, what is the movie called? Mistress America. It's um, mm. it came out in like 2015 with Lola Kirk and Greta Gerwig, and it was the first time I had seen a cracked iPhone screen in a film <gasps> because it was huge, so appropriate for that character. Uh-huh. And I still think about that. I'm like, that's wow. the smartest way to depict a 20 something who's just like kind of a mess. Oh, totally. <laughs> of course, their iPhone screen is going to be cracked. I spent my full 20s with glass shards in my thumb, in my right thumb, because I would never get it fixed. <laughs> and I You're like phone fixed, thumb bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just probably have really? permanent glass splinters in there. Yeah. You could grate cheese pretty easily, though, now. There was one time I was at a party. One of those nights where you just are randomly at someone's place and there's a huge party happening and you're like, who do we Mm -hmm. even know here? I forget what happened to lead me here. Mm -hmm. I went. (laughs) I was drunk. I went to the bathroom, didn't turn the light on. That's where I was spiritually. And (laughs) I turned around to flush and the water was like lit up. And I was like, whoa, cool, fancy toilet. I flush, realize it's my phone in the toilet. (laughs) 
you invented the LED lighting in a toilet yeah, bowl. I was literally like, yeah. wow. And it was, was also, it was like, uh, yeah, it was like a fancy part. It, like I was, it, it felt like it could fit with where I was. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, did you painful. Rescue it? Yeah, uh, right? Certainly did live in rice for a couple days, but I think I yeah. had to get a new phone after that. That's when I like sent the frantic text from my laptop to my family. Like, does anyone have an extra iPhone? <laughs> like, just mm-hmm. like, please, the communal iPhone think, that gets passed around. Yeah, I don't see as many of those now. I think that is the sign of like being in your mid thirties. You're like, yes. oh, it's annoying, but I'll buy a new phone. But yes. yeah, like when you're in your twenties, you're like, does anybody please? I'll even take an old one. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Cannot <laughs> spend three. At the time, $300 was a lot for a phone. And now they're oh, like yeah. fully $1,300 or whatever the fuck they are. Yes. Crazy. There's always a deal. Yes. There's always, of they're like, get $1,000 off. And it's like, why is it that much to begin with? I hate the world we live in. Um, anyway, just kidding. I refuse nihilism. Detour. And I think that there is hope for us all. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I love that we had AI add that in in post. <laughs> Just I love kidding. the world and am hopeful about what could come. Amazing. Our next segment is That Fucked Me Up. This is where we kind of discover and discuss a piece of media or even foundational memory that haunts you or informs your personhood to this very day. Something just purely unshakable. Mm-hmm. Mare, do what has fucked you up? This is such a real one that like... <laughs> has taken me 10 episodes to even have the courage to discuss not in a scary way i i feel very like resolved about it but it's vulnerable Uh this is also something that i think is actually quite niche and i'm surprised by that because i thought this was something we all did but did you ever (laughs) i can't wait (laughs) as i'm like that's not normal (laughs) (laughs) okay please go did you ever use something called Coke music, also known as My Coke? Do you know what this is? The chat room? Yes. Coke Studios? Thank God, yes. You know what this is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, gr- Okay. I'm so <laughs> thrilled because I was looking it up last night because I was like, I think I want to uh-huh. talk about this. I need to like see what the cultural conversation around it is. And all sure. I could find was like very small Reddit threads about like it, it was not, it's not like a thing a lot of people talk about i don't think that doesn't seem right it always seemed like there were a lot of people in those rooms thank you i know but i don't remember i remember spending a lot of time in there but i don't ever remember what i was doing does that make sense yes like yes it does make sense there's a lot of redacted history of the internet in my mind (laughs) and you know what i'm like what was i doing on those computers this might definitely not be your experience but i certainly could understand why you redacted it because okay so let me just set up the scene for people who don't know so coke music slash my coke slash coke studios it went through a few different iterations was this online chat room type of thing but you had like avatars and you could build little living rooms very like almost sims like and you bought furniture with what was called decibels um, mm-hmm. You could also create your own music and then perform in these like they had like Santa Fe built out as a as a soundstage city yeah. thing, and then you would perform your music and strangers across the web would like give you decibels or money for your music, and then you could like buy a I don't know couch for your hangout. It's thing. kind of the original Animal Crossing. 
yes. as you're talking about it. Yes, yeah. it's very that, but then add in more of like chat room, unregulated, mm-hmm. like just wild, wild west, west of yeah. the 2002-2003 internet. And I would argue, which was when I was my horniest. So Okay, <laughs> yes. So And that's why it's redacted. I yes. ruined a family computer. So <laughs> continue. <laughs> so the way you got decibels was you could either perform music as your avatar. But what started happening was there was this like <laughs> what some people thought was a cult at the time, but was just basically a group of internet trolls who were mm-hmm. called Genos. They somehow hacked the game where they would take over the sound stages and just play music with cowbells. And then they would get all these. De- anyway, you couldn't got really it. make music anymore. It, w- it was no longer a democracy. There was this. <laughs> It was also funny because all the avatars that did this, they dressed in all beige and like had shaved heads. Uh, And so it was like very hot. It scared me. You said the Genos and I'm like, oh, okay. So all of my cousins. (laughs) So just this like Italian mob in my Coke studios. You want to make music? You go through us. Yeah. So they kind of capitalized on that. The other way you could get decibels was collecting the lids of Coke bottles Mm -hmm. and you could get decibels. There was like a code. In actual real world, you would get a code from that. So I would go around my middle school and ask people for that and, you know, try to collect it that way. Fucking nerd. Okay. So, but then I learned that you could essentially do online sex work to get these decibels, meaning... If you found a guy, I'm assuming a guy, who would ask Mm -hmm. for a blowjob, you could type out what that would entail and they would give Mm -hmm. you a bunch of decibels. And this was very lucrative for me because I wanted to buy the Coke pinball machine. So the way Nikki, I mean, this is truly awful because I was a child and did not know what I was doing. I have processed this in therapy. I, it's a whole thing. Uh But I was not turned on by this in any way. I was just like, wow, this is really lucrative business. (laughs) This is actually really fantastic. But really got all of my sex education from my Coke slash Coke Studios slash Coke music. (laughs) And this was like, even went to like phone, like you would give your phone number. I would have like phone sex with these men. I was again, a child, not Uh cute, not good, but I was thrilled because i was like wow look how decked out my hangout room is that's Um, incredible so truly fucked me up in a in a deeper way but i just the early internet and then just how funny it is that like coca-cola the company was just (laughs) sponsoring these brothels truly of children like haunting and i think it also makes me think about the internet today and if i were a parent how terrifying that would be because i was you know, like no one was watching me. Like no one was regulating For this. Sure. No one had any idea this was going on. And mm-hmm. it also, of course, when you're a kid, first of all, your job as a kid is to be curious. So like for a long mm-hmm. time, I had shame about this. I now learn like I was just being very developmentally appropriate for uh, incredibly normal. Yeah, incredibly right. normal. And yeah. second, I think that like I'm not a parent. I don't know what that is like, but I did know that my parents did not have the ability to have conversations about that with me or I was afraid of maybe they did, but they didn't model that for me. So I think that like the answer isn't that my parents needed to be like watching my every move, but instead, Mm -hmm. like if they had been able to have conversations without them being dysregulated and stressed and nervous Mm -hmm. about sex stuff, like how great would it have been for them to be like, Hey, so like you might come across this on the internet. 
it's nothing to be afraid of, but like here's why it's not appropriate for someone your age. And when you're an adult, sure. if you want to do that, that is totally fair. But I just like, I don't know. As I was like remembering this, I was like, oh man, like what would I, what could have even helped in that situation? And I think just being able to like say like, one, you're not a sick, slimy freak. <laughs> you're just like mm-hmm. doing what's normal. But two, right. if you see this thing, like we want to protect you from that. And like, here's what we can talk about. But I don't yeah. know. What was this like for you? Tell me your experience yeah. with these chat rooms. Specifically with like my co studios i just remember yeah like starting a bunch of like random conversations it was like the yes. age of asl, ASL. yes yeah. very asl um so i think i had like a pretty <laughs> robust career of like <laughs> cybering yeah for like years yeah um always as a boy yep is how i would identify myself so sure interesting very and interesting. yeah like <laughs> my parents I think this is like what is so interesting about like the conversation about like children having access to the internet at certain ages mm-hmm. because when we were growing up there was no before like there like we were getting it first generation. Yes. So yes was a lot of the internet like you kind of had to funnel it through parents at some point to get permission for stuff maybe or you could just check boxes that were lies. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, I am 18 years old. Here's a fake credit card that I got in a magazine. <laughs> yeah. So now I have access to your porn site. Mm-hmm. Oops. Yep. So I do think it, this is like a beautiful like Dunning-Kruger effect. Like the internet has never been more internet now, but like we yes. know so much. So like millennials that are raising their Gen Alpha children do know, I think a little bit more, but I guess- yep. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't right. have a child. I know. Um, I would be terrified to have one yes. on today's internet. I know. But then also knowing how lawless it was when I was 12 or 13, I'm like, yep. I actually don't know what's better. There was also a um, website called Spin the Bottle. And it, oh, yeah. Or and Hot or Not, which of course, sure. similar to Facebook. Was it Facebook? Was Hot or Not Facebook or that was separate? I think Facebook was a rip of hot or not yes i think okay i think they took that website and originally yeah then used it to rank people at harvard yes you're right, you're right, right, right but built off of the principles of hot or not so spin mm-hmm. the bottle hot or not and watching the sims have sex in a hot tub was like mm-hmm. what i did when i was 13 and hung out with my friend emily <laughs> anyway i don't mean to get like so deep and traumatic about it but i think it is just if we are going to have a podcast that talks about what fucked me up in the early 2000s era, we yeah. had to discuss these <laughs> lawless chat rooms that yeah. definitely fucked us. And I would imagine that like especially for millennials or people that grew up in that time, I would bet there's a lot of shame that people have because it was so like parents didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. When we don't have containers for those conversations, we internalize them as our fault. Sure. I have found so much like healing and love in being of in a community, specifically of queer people, because I think that's also the internalized shame of like doing mm-hmm. gay stuff and then not knowing right. if I was being such a pervert, such a deviant. Yes. And so yeah. being able to like and then also things like the show Big Mouth and Pin 15 are also so healing for something like I'm so sure. obsessed with. That, but I just want to like name that stuff because first of all, people are not alone in it, and second, it's like, 
insane that we all lived through that and kind of had to yeah. live through that in isolation unless you had that like one sweaty horny friend that like <laughs> kind of you were yeah. in it with you know yeah there's so many things that happen in my parents basement yes that you know <laughs> oh my god remember that, that like that is my we talked about this before when we were talking about angelina jolie but just that like hot flushed feeling of like mm-hmm. almost getting caught in something the only way i ever got caught my parents found i think i had saved by accident one conversation i had had on like aim mm-hmm. at the time my dad talked to like a really big game he's like you know we can see your chat history we like it logs right. it and then immediate oh. like I think my soul left my body because it's course. like, no, you don't want to be reading what I've been up to. Uh-huh. No, you can't possibly have seen. No, no, I have to die now. <laughs> yep. It's the only way out of this humiliation. Um, yeah, but death no, immediately. Yeah, they had only ever seen the one because I had saved it. Like, yep. they're like, even now, every time I go home, they're like, can you show me how the phone goes on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the in-house IT and I'm like I can't believe I ever thought they knew how to use the computer. I had so much Lord of the Rings fanfic on our home <laughs> computer. And yeah. gay, I mean it was all gay. It was like uh yeah, Gimli and Legolas and uh-huh. Sam and Frodo of course. Um of course. were like my go-to's storylines and (laughs) i don't know if they ever found that or not but even in when you're talking about with your dad like talking to you about it the tone of it being like we found this thing and you should be ashamed like you you should that's i think where the shame comes from is this thing of like yeah you were being a kid being curious that's absolutely normal and what you should be doing at that age and like yeah having conversations that normalize that versus shame it out of you I don't know. That's so I anyone who had this experience and just like needs a reframing and retelling of that like you're you actually an incredibly normal. healthy normal freak. Yes. Like that's yes. like good freak. Yes. You're, like let's normalize good freak. I love calling it like identifying yes. people as like good little freaks. Yes. It's my favorite thing. I'm like yep. we're all kind of freaks. Yes. It's what makes us human. 100%. Um, yep. And we should be sharing what those things are because Yes. I think we could rule the world. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. We just watched, um, yeah, a couple weeks ago, we watched Saltburn, and I was like, okay, so Saltburn is freak, comma, boy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we just watched Eileen. Haven't seen it yet. And that is freak, comma, girl. And I was like, I love that we're getting a little girl freak movie. Yes. As we were watching the movie, I turned to Sam and I was like, the specifics are different, but this is a movie about me. <laughs> great i was like she okay uh-oh <laughs> i need to watch it's it made it I onto screen to, yeah i think i just well let's just like air out these dusty rooms that we are ashamed of is what i think <laughs> yeah. i love that do you have a that fucked me up um i feel like this might be a joint one but if you have yeah, another this one is, this is pretty joint but i will also flag that something that fucked me up is how much time i spent on a different website called oh no they didn't dot live journal dot com and this Great. was like so a celebrity gossip live journal oh i checked this more than i checked the websites where my homework was posted in high school mm-hmm. that's me bragging i went to a wireless learning <laughs> environment <laughs> advanced not only did my parents have to pay tuition they also had to buy me a computer um <laughs> what a scam but 
yeah, every so often the muscle memory of my fingers will type in that URL because that's how often I was just on it reading anything. Sure. Loved the the gossip about anybody possibly being like queer. Uh-huh. Um, ate that up, never participated was only a lurker. Was that like part of the... Because I feel like now it's very, very common to be like, oh, this celebrity's queer, this celebrity's gay, whatever. Was back then, were they saying things like that? Because I feel like it was so... I mean, I guess I I was getting my gossip from People Magazine and things. So I was in the larger culture. Which is paid for. Yes. Literally. Yeah. (laughs) Which we now know. It's like, oh, all of those stories are placed. Uh Um, Uh-huh. Yeah. This was more of like... I guess maybe you could call it like the original Dumois. Yeah, sure. Or like it like played the blind item game, which mm-hmm. I think has always been very popular on the internet. Yeah. But yeah, then people would speculate in the comments. So it felt like community. Were there any pieces that like stood out? Yeah. I mean, I think it was like pretty early in me like reading the site that like someone was like, okay, Angelina Jolie has confirmed her relationship with like Jenny Shimizu the gorgeous model that they filmed a movie together and they were like so yeah i think it's probably safe to say she's bisexual she has like come out to say that in as many words and i i think like that moment is like stuck in my brain forever i'm like well yeah wherever there's smoke there's usually fire yeah totally yeah we were talking about this recently with friends and they were this was like pre-scandal but they were Mm -hmm. like Oh, how do you feel about like Sophia Bush? There are so many queer women who like are obsessed with Sophia Bush. And I was like, I think it is like where there's smoke, there's fire. Like, what are we picking yep. up on? Totally. And now she's dating Ashlyn Harris. And I was like, told you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Get that truck in there. Well, I think it's also it's so interesting. <laughs> Not me about to say it's so interesting being a pansexual person. <laughs> Go on. It's so, but it <laughs> I'll is, be the judge of that. <laughs> I think throughout my whole life, though, it has just been so confusing. To it, it's just this feeling of like, well, why wouldn't someone be attracted to that person? Like, it's just like mm-hmm. to me, it just all feels so fair game that I'm like, For sure. yeah, anything's po- like, of course, like two yeah. hot people would get together. Like, I don't understand. I mean, if I have so much homophobia and stuff that I was raised with. Like, it's not like it's just been easy for You're me, like, but I think... Don't worry, I'm pretty homophobic still, but... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, internalized homophobia... Oh, it's real. It informs yeah, the self-hatred, sure. let me tell you. But I think... So again, I'm not... You know, there was a lot of layers I had to get through of religious trauma for that. But like, mm-hmm. especially now, I'm just looking back at celebrities even in the 90s, early 2000s. I'm like, yeah, of course course that person had a relationship with that person like why wouldn't they <laughs> everything feels fair game i'm like i don't know i'm not landing yes. the plane of this thought but no no no. but i think that feels right where you're just like well yeah i mean if like you're attracted to each other or you're both attractive like why wouldn't why couldn't that happen yeah I'm just like, yeah, listen to Silk Chiffon by Muna and like, why would you not want to sleep with a woman? Like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to bring up Taylor Swift, but yeah. there was like, um, a, I guess like a guest essayist for the New York mm-hmm. Times that kind of went, I didn't read the whole essay um, because I was like, mm, I don't know. I guess this feels like she maybe has specifically asked people to stop speculating on her right, totally. sexuality. And yeah. he, now the New York Times has published this. That feels like grayer than usual mm-hmm. um, that we're like crossing a line. But yeah, I think like one of the pieces in the essay was something like, well, yeah, if you look at like how she's written some of her lyrics, 
it's easy to jump to be like, well, you would say that about a woman. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which right. feels like, well, yeah, I guess you're right. I can't imagine a man on this earth I would say like, I love the shape of you. All the secrecy, all the, yeah, 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 yeah totally. And I'm like, that's in my experience witnessing people in the world that's not how any straight woman talks about a man exactly right but she's sent us a cease and desist and we we respect we're not it. allowed to talk about this anymore great we respect <laughs> her journey <laughs> i look forward to the articles on oh no they didn't dot live journal yeah. <laughs> yeah totally but yeah that's a that's a website that rotted my brain does it still exist yeah i'm pretty sure yeah so yeah it's just like very celebrity forward Mm -hmm. so it took my brain a long time to be like this isn't the most important thing in the world what if you read about science (laughs) but again just responding to what society is teaching us is important like what else are we supposed to do like look i crush celebrity trivia because of this website that's incredible i love that i do think you know a lot of celebrity names and i struggle yeah, names, social security numbers. What do you need? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm big through garbage. Okay, should we move on to our social cue card? Absolutely. Okay, social cue card is a segment where each of us provides a situation for which we need a formal social cue. So like, what was I supposed to do in that situation? How should I respond to something similar in the future? Do you mm-hmm. have one for today? I do. Um, hot on the heels of my birthday this is like kind of like a plea and a question to the universe what are winter birthdays supposed to do Mm. especially tell me the plight sure in my personal experience Mm -hmm. my birthday is about 16 days after christmas 10 days after the new year painful it's everybody's exhausted everybody's broke everybody is like a raw nerve because they've spent time with family (laughs) Yes. Um, They just don't want to be doing anything. And I understand that having gone through usually the same thing myself. Sure. I didn't choose my birthday, even though I was born early. So maybe I did choose it. (laughs) I was like, there's no way I'll be a Pisces in this life. (laughs) I I cannot handle the emotions. (laughs) Oh, my God. Imagine if both of us were Pisces. This would be a 45 hour podcast, (laughs) I think. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I think that's kind of gorgeous. <laughs> totally. We would only be stuck in the dream. We wouldn't have even recorded. We would just be stuck in the like, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't that be kind of sweet if people wanted to hear what I had to say? Let me just dream about that. <laughs> yeah. And we'd talk about it. But it's yeah. like, oh, well, I hope someone does that someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my-, my Capricorn ass was like, we're doing it now, actually, whether we're ready or not. <laughs> it's so funny. When we were in preliminary talks of this podcast, I kept being like, I mean, I really would like to do this. And you were like, yeah, we're gonna, we're doing it. And I was like, yeah, but, we're- you know, like, just, it would be kind of nice. You're like, we're doing it. I don't, what is the... <laughs> I'm like, here's the thing about doing anything. You just start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I couldn't possibly know. Like, but I need to know everything about it. Um, yeah, so that that is the plight of like a winter birthday. And I think yeah. that is fair for like our Sagittarius friends, Capricorn, mm-hmm. Aquarius, Pisces even. Um, mm-hmm. Can you believe that on, in different parts of the world, winter is for cancers? Shocking. Shocking. So I'm just like, what are, especially in the pandemic, it feels like the wrong time to gather a bunch of people. Right. 
That's a big piece of it. To be like, celebrate me. Forget about a possibly disabling illness. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I guess I'm just, and this can be for the world at large. What are we supposed to be doing? Because my dream of dreams I would have loved a birthday party and a, a roller rink like old school oh. style can't do that with a broken thumb i need yeah. i need two catch me hands <laughs> <laughs> i can't be going into rollerblading with only one good hand because no, it won't be by the end of the night but yeah like what are what are the safe fun things it's really walk tough. along <laughs> walk along the shoreline <laughs> Like we're all <laughs> 1800s poets. Yes. Billowy fabric behind us. Yeah. I, you did make one good decision in your life, which was <laughs> to Just move the one. to LA because it yeah. is at least somewhat more possible to do something. But it's very cold right now, I will acknowledge. And yes, yeah. I'm going to whine about it because that is my truth. Um, it's chilly it's and windy. Where did she come from? Quite, quite. This is hard. I think I just honestly want to bow to your experience because <laughs> I, I have a February birthday, but it's the end of February and people are a little more thought out, like from sure. the holiday season. I mean, travel is always how I want to spend my birthday because I also just don't like Fair. the pressure of everyone else doing something for me. So I'm like, I'm going to go create a new experience for myself and do that. But also Great. with the COVID swelling up, which will probably just be for the rest of time, I guess. Um, that's really I also, tough. Yeah, I'm like, I need help now because I do think this is what winter birthdays will be like for mm -hmm. time in perpetuity. Yes. Um, and that's okay. I'm willing to adapt. I just can't come up with a solution on my own. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Parks. Um, I was like, well, Disney's outside, but it's expensive as shit. So I'm not going to ask people to do that. Weirdly, even though... My voice sounds rich. I have no money. So <laughs> I can't. I, uh, soon, I hope to be able to like foot the bill for everybody. That's the kind of person I want to be. That's I Maybe that's know. my that's aspiration for yes. my mid to late 30s. To finally be the kind of person I'm like, don't worry about it. I got it. This is what I wanted I to do know. for my birthday. I would love by my 40th birthday to be like, we're all... I'm going to pay for a huge house in Italy, Airbnb. Yeah. You have to pay for flights, but like everyone's invited. I mean, for maybe sure. I pay. For hey, let's not limit it. I'm going to pay for yeah. everyone to come to Italy for my 40th birthday. We're going to put that I out there. can't believe you have a private jet for your 40th birthday. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Oh, my God. I don't think I could do the private. I think my. But this is the thing is part of me. Like I always hit against the wall of like. What is the abundance that I want that also doesn't feel more? And there's no way to ethically sure. live under capitalism. I will just acknowledge yeah. that. Like it's, it's just a private impossible. jet that runs on um, ethically oiled batteries. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Children have not touched these uh, batteries. No, it has not decimated. <laughs> yeah. It has de not decimated a country. Somehow Here's we what figured I out new battery technology by the time. Here's we what I hope. <laughs> We, by that point, have created good relationships with the aliens. They give us their technology and oh. we live in harmony and we all have a better society that is not harming the earth or each other any longer. Great. That's what I'm manifesting for seven years from now. <laughs> I love that. Okay. I'm on board. I I think America will crumble as a superpower by then for sure. So yep. come get us, aliens. Okay. But if there is a formal social cue card for... Winter, January birthdays. It's a, it's tough. Yeah. 
I mean, there is the option that you just decide I'm going to celebrate it later. But that kind of is because you can. It's just sad. It's just sad. (laughs) Right. Like part of me, I was like, all right, I'll like do something for my half birthday in like July. And I was like, well, now I'm stepping on other birthday toes. Sure. And people are like, when was your birthday? I'm like, January. (laughs) January. January, Or you could just say the 10th. (laughs) And that's true. (laughs) Okay. Maybe that actually really helps any birthday that doesn't want to celebrate it like on the day. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, when was your birthday? Um, the 17th. Great. Easy. We don't have to be sharing the month or year. Yeah. That is too much information to share. It's actually none of your business. Thank you. Um, I think the formal social cue card is, what do you do with a winter January birthday? It's just sad. And that's one. And the second yeah. is do a different month and just share the date the day yeah yeah great um okay that works for me yeah the best i could come up with was text a bunch of people in a couple of weeks to be like hey are you free or text them soon to say in a couple of weeks we'll figure something out i don't know yeah i think there's also something very lovely about making your birthday something that is intimate for yourself Mm-hmm. I'm all for communal celebration. That's a big part of it and important. But I also think there's sure. something really sweet about like, what is my kind of day that I would want to create and allowing that to also be like with yourself or just with a partner or, or a close friend or something and not having it have to be a big thing and also not having yeah. a big thing dictate your worth. Like, I think there's also that thing of like, mm-hmm. well, if no one throws me a surprise party that must mean that i'm unlovable no we're not doing that anymore you get to create what's special that's what i felt last year before i had a surprise party and now i'm like okay got it i'm lovable um but i don't need another surprise party that'll hold you off for at least five years yeah yeah yeah. i'm good until i'm 40 at least um yeah that's that's basically how i spent my proper birthday yeah. Um, it was just a, a gorgeous long coffee walk. I love to walk. So that was kind of how I spent most of the day. And then right. we took a little hike. My glutes were not ready for it. So today is rough. <laughs> it was a real ass blaster of a trail, but it was a beautiful day. And then we had like a nice little dinner and that was kind of it. I was in sweatpants by 7 p.m. and that felt kind of perfect. A dream. That's a dream. For a Wednesday, I'm not going to rage. No, it's fine. I love that. That's yeah. great. What about you? Okay, my social cue card is what are we doing with pictures these days? Like, what are we doing? Like, how do we house them? Are we taking them? What's the question? Two things. Are we taking okay. them? Are we posting mm-hmm. them? What are we doing? Great. Great question. I think the the social cue card that I would like is like, are we taking pictures in a social gathering? And if so, like, how do we initiate that? I think the vibe is mm-hmm. very like candid, but I also feel weird just like, taking out my phone and taking pictures of people without sure. consent but then mm-hmm. also the posed picture feels very like i'm trapped behind my eyes and i was forced into this so like <sighs> is the answer to just be present i don't know <laughs> help mm-hmm. me help me for sure what are we doing last year i did a little experiment where i tried to not post mm-hmm. a ton mm-hmm. but my now my camera roll is flush with so many pictures that I'm like, well, yeah, I guess I would have liked to share these because right. they're like fun, vibrant uh, moments in my life that are like worth expressing if just to myself. Yep. So I think like, yeah, that has become a new goal for the year of just like, oh, I would like to be sharing things more. But there is like this 
specifically on Instagram, it feels like such artifice mm-hmm. still. Yep. Even just like these like photo dumps have become incredibly curated. Oh my God. There's like a formula for them now. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I wonder if like the way to take it back is to just like literally post whatever. You don't care what the algorithm does with it. Yes. You don't care this what it looks so like important. on your grid. Yes. Nikki. It is just, I do like what what's so bad about sharing photos that you've taken like we have huge yes (laughs) we have put such importance on like like count i guess and you're like oh not a lot of people liked it who cares it's you they're your photos you can actually even hide the like count now which is huge we went from to do that hyper curated and then we swung to the other side of like everything's trash post trash Mm -hmm. and now we have to find a middle ground of we're not going to be precious about it but i want to share i think earnestness is going to be huge this year can i just say trend forecasting earnestness i would love that i think that like what has previously been the trend is like authentic or uncurated but in that Uh became curated i think now we have to shed all of that and we're just gonna post whatever and here's yeah. the other thing we as a society collectively need to decide we're gonna like each other's stuff we're just gonna like each other's stuff yeah i think there's also become a thing of like i'm too scared to like earnestly like something and it's like no just like why are it. you withholding your likes you're seeing a thing your friend posted or a person you know just like it love is not meant to be a crumb <laughs> and we should be giving it freely the like button is a heart for Do a reason it. just put it out there Share your heart. What a beautiful symbol. Uh, Can I also flag, I do think we are not set up for like digitally archiving anything. So bring back the photo album. Bring back the printed photo album because we don't own any of the stuff we post. There's like no real way to save it. Like Mm -hmm. I sometimes think about photos that are lost to time that were in an album on Facebook. Yep. And yeah, we need to fix I think a hundred years from now it's gonna feel like we didn't exist because there's no like footprint or our technology is incompatible mm-hmm. so get your little ass to Walgreens yes <laughs> or what, some of those like online things and just be a mom about it yes. moms know what's Have up a drawer print your photos <laughs> yes yeah I love going home and looking at old photo albums yep it's weird my parents stopped when I was like 11 and I was like, what happened in the middle? They're like, you got really weird on the internet and we actually don't want internet <laughs> evidence about that. <laughs> we kind of distanced ourselves from you for a bit. Yeah, you scared us. <laughs> I Here's the thing. I do think that there is something chic about not posting at all like it, mm-hmm. or just like not having a relationship with Instagram, things like that, because... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's also these companies are horrendous and it's the attention economy. And why would we want to contribute to that? And sure. I think that's also a valid option. But but we have to choose. It's either you're not going to post me mm-hmm. being like, here's the binary, whatever. Do whatever the fuck you want. But I think make one decision and live by it forever. <laughs> Never change it. I don't know. It's like, yes, you could like privacy all for that. Or sure. just like, don't let these companies dictate what is valuable in your life and instead if you like something post the thing but Mm -hmm. we're not going to be curating and we're not going to be performing authenticity anymore and if we want to take a picture you just take a picture i do think there is something to be said about consent 
and posting other people's stuff sure. or whatever. Like maybe have those conversations. Okay, so but like formal social cue. Take a picture. It'll last longer. <laughs> Great. We should bring that back, but not mean it like a No, cunt. no, no. I think it's more print a picture. It will last longer. <laughs> It'll print a picture. It'll last longer. Yeah. Great. Absolutely. Okay. We did good work. I really feel like we earned our keep today. <laughs> We solved so many of the internet's problems. <laughs> I, know. I know. Am I getting too serious? Do I need to like chill? What do we think? <laughs> Send us a comment. And if you say we're too serious, don't worry. We can crank it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can come in with a dissertation next time. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, we close every episode with a words to live by, an on-the-spot phrase to guide social situations moving forward. Nikki, would you like to go first? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. These are Nikki's words to live by in three, two, one. Pump it or clump it. Oh, great. <laughs> Honestly, uh, title of app, I think. Those are your two choices. <laughs> those are the new black and white. <laughs> Pump it or clump it. Great. Uh, all right. Are you ready? Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> These are maybe Mare's words to live by in three, <laughs> two, one. Learn about it before you freak about it. Hey, that's something. Hey, that's, yeah, that's pretty something. good. Yeah. That's that's pretty good advice. Yeah. Get it tattooed. Learn about it before you freak about it. Learn about it before you freak about it. I love all of you so much. <laughs> this is so earnest. And I hope that your week is good. And we'll see you next time. (laughs) Very grateful you're here. Bye. Bye.